0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Couple of Friends That No Class. Today we're back with Amelia to discuss astrophysics and music theory and how they connect, which you may think is crazy, but you'd actually be surprised how many times they actually connect. Um, for all you diehard fans, technically, this is the first episode we recorded for season five, uh, because today's the 22nd of January, so season hasn't even started yet, but this is when Amelia was available. So that's when we recorded it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did, and hope you find music in your everyday lives. Check it out. and music theory yeah what's going on with that amelia's back that's, a, that's a, i'd probably start there <laughs> i've recorded in a long time with you i'm good all Hi. right hello welcome back hello <laughs> today we're talking about astrophysics and music theory and Hell how yeah could be connected super exciting i don't know how it is a few it's raining here or really cold and gross it's
1: just tragic here it's just Ooh. like cloudy but i'm like what i mean philly is always so beautiful it's the weird thing about it like even when it's gross outside it kind of slays
0: well, Amelia and I have been pondering long and hard about how to do this, because we camped with this apparently in the past episode, and we're like, hey, let's do astrophysics and music theory. Yes. And we've completely forgotten what the nugget was, and I can't find it. Editor Jason here. I went and poured through the previous episode, and I did find this section where we talked about astrophysics and music theory. So without further ado, previously, on A Couple Friends That Know Class.
1: There's so many little things in your life mm-hmm. that you don't realize have such an... I mean, that's like astrophysics, too. It's yeah. It's so freaking cool. I'm pretty like it'd be so awkward if that's not what astrophysics is, but I'm like pretty sure it is if it's not you astrophysicists out there feel free to like punch me in the face it's okay That that's actually a nine chord because we're keeping in the third in that situation so it's just we don't have to get into music theory on this podcast
0: <laughs> next time come to next class. time astrophysics, come...
1: <laughs> and, me- astrophysics <laughs> and music theory anyway
0: and now back to the present
1: we're just I feel like it's inside of us and we're yeah, gonna yeah it's in there it's it like, like we've yeah. thought about this forever so it's gonna be fine it's gonna come
0: to us it'll be fine yeah we'll, we'll be great we'll be fine Amelia took at like a not astrophysics class yes Amelia an <laughs> AP astrophysics in
1: would be small. That'd be baller.
0: (laughs) Amelia took AP Music Theory. Yeah. Um, So hopefully we'll be able to find some some similarities between talking about astrophysics and something that Amelia learned in high school. And you're currently doing astro, not astrophysics. I'm gonna keep doing that. You're currently (laughs) studying astrophysics (laughs) in (laughs) college, right?
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: No. How would you define music theory, Amelia?
1: Music theory is the concept of music and the justifications and the explanations of music. And like the origins of it, like the build, I guess, the sorry. So like the building blocks, the building blocks of music, the explanations, et cetera. But that's like the most simple way to say it, the building blocks of music.
0: Yeah. And I feel like astrophysics also is kind of like the building blocks of like you, the universe and things. And astrology, well, can, uh,
1: which it is yeah. astronomy. Oh my god, I don't know astrology! I'm so gay. Okay, I'm sorry. Astrology. Well, actually, do you have the definition? Oh, hang on. There's
0: a fire truck going by. Oh, it's an ambulance. I'm sorry. Hang on. You I thought that, that was me. That's funny. No, okay. no, no. That was me. Astrophysics. I have here uh, is a branch of astronomy concerned with the physical nature of the stars and other celestial bodies, and the application of laws and theories of physics to the interpretation of astrono- astronomical observations.
1: Oh hell yeah! Okay, we All got right. it in the bag. We got this in the bag. Want to just like jump in?
0: Yes, let's jump in. Um,
1: Also, you have to leave now though.
0: Yeah, I'll be back in two seconds. Keep pondering about that.
1: Yeah, I'll just do a little intro to music theory for those who don't know. Hi guys, Um, while Jason does his little delivery thing, we're going to talk about the basis of music theory. Um, I don't know your skill level, listener, so I'm just going to assume that we're starting from the basics. So um, all of like Western music is based on an these notes. Yeah? And these notes, so I have my keyboard here, yeah? And we have these notes all up the keyboard. And these notes, while the keyboard is getting higher, they're the same notes, but in something called an octave, which, as we know, an octave is like Do and then Do, right? Do, Do, Do. That's an 8 or an octave. Perfect octave. Um, So within this group of notes, this whole set of notes is where the majority of Western music is created. If we're talking about different types of music, there's um, actually, interestingly enough, which I didn't know this, tones in between those notes that... Like As far as, you know, in in many different cultures, there's other notes that are used and different tunings and stuff like that. And I think that's really important to acknowledge because a lot of what we learn in like AP music theory and stuff is really only Western music and classical music. And then people kind of classify that as the only type of music. So I just wanted to, you know, express that's not the only type of music. But today I'm going to mostly talk about Western music theory, just like the basics of it. And then I'm definitely obsessed with the other things too. So hopefully we'll get to talk about it. But let's just talk about a scale. So a scale is a certain grouping of these numbers um, of notes. So we're going to start with the most basic key is the key of C. Every single song has been written in this key, really. So right now I'm playing a C chord, okay? So a chord can be made up of many things. But right now we're going to talk about something called a triad. So in this group, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. (laughs) Let's talk about this scale. The C scale is C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. That's eight notes, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, right? And as we just talked about, those are octaves, right? So technically there are only seven notes in the scale that are different from one another. So C, D, E, F, G, A, B, right? So now within, hi, Jason, did you make it happen?
0: I did, it has happened, we're good.
1: Okay, we're talking about (laughs) scales. So we're talking about the key of C, um, and inside of the key of C, we have these things called triads. So triads are a group of three notes together. The, and typically it's the root, the third, and the fifth. So on the piano, I'm playing right now C, E, and G. This is a C major triad.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Do, mi, so, mi, do, yeah? And these, now, if you just, I have my fingers in this type of thing, it's these three fingies, yeah? And then we're going up, going up and these are all triads in the c major scale and the fun thing about that is different triads have different qualities so originally how i had said this is a c major triad i could also play a c minor triad which if you can tell that has a different vibe right different energy of playing versus the second one sounds a bit more menacing a bit uncertain right and the, the only difference between these two triads, which is so interesting that changes so much, is the third, which is that note in the middle that I'm playing. So, do, mi, so, and then do, mi, me, do, me, so, me, do. Yeah? See what's different there? And that's what's so interesting about music is that little things can change the entire framework of a chord or of a key and stuff like that. So, if we're talking, that's a major key. Da, 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 And this is what a minor key sounds like. Yeah, pretty interesting, huh? Um, So that's the basis of keys and scales and notes and chords. So there you go. Now you have a basic knowledge of music a little bit. And we can delve into a bit more.
0: Yeah, I think like the similarity here between like astrophysics and music theory um, is that like, and I mentioned this earlier, I think, but this is gonna be one big word jumble, but it's going to be a good word jumble. Um, it's kind of like understanding the in- intricacies of the universe. Like that's like, maybe like, oh, music. I listen to music. Music's pretty cool. But like you might not go into the whole triad thing you were talking about there, which is still very valid and important. Mirroring over to astrophysics, things like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't really care about space. But then we have like, you know, our sun, exoplanets, dark matter, crazy stuff. Black holes, which we don't know a whole lot about. Mm-hmm. you know just stuff gets sucked in and it's gone we're like uh oh that's not good
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know um and it's kind of understanding that there's like more than what you initially see yes um, i think that kind of also plays over to music theory as well kind of like more beneath the surface you have anything to say on that
1: Yeah, well, and the rules don't mean everything. Like, just because we have a framework doesn't mean we're not going to see something that's totally out of left field. And it also doesn't mean that once you learn the rules, you can't break them. That's the whole thing. You learn the rules, you can break the rules with a lot of things in life, I think. But to tastefully and artistically break the rules rather than to unknowingly break the rules. It's important to understand the way of the world so that when something happens, you can say, okay, well, that makes sense because X or because Y. Or, okay, I understand why the composer chose to do this first chord as major, and then we're still in the key of C, right? This is the most basic chord progression ever. Every single Taylor Swift song ever fucking uses this progression. Yeah, every single fucking one uses this, right? But this makes sense. But you just hear it and you don't really think much about it. But if I were to say, okay, so now we're going to the first chord in the key. Now we're going to the fifth chord, which is called the dominant chord, right? Let me go to the minor six. Let me go to the four is also perfect and that brings us here or you can't necessarily explain why if i did um where do you want this chord to go Duh, right Duh. so it's just like understanding these things that are natural or just like a part of our world or our brains or whatever
0: i'm trying to get to a point here like the way like our minds like naturally think okay well this is kind of like the completion of this like we want like the music we may use maybe you just said this but it's like where you want the music to kind of like naturally go, like the natural conclusion. I've heard people say like, there's like a certain like, well, it's kind of like a scale going up and then back down or like certain like um, chords or progressions where it's like, Oh, we feel like safe. It's like, okay, well this is like a good, I feel comfortable with this, with this thing. But then there's things where it's like, Ooh, that felt a little weird. That felt a little uncomfortable. Um, Like certain like tones and things where like, it gives a certain like reaction. You're like, Ooh, I don't like that. That's like, that's yeah. That's like, Ooh, it's like, Oh, big. We feel safe with like thinking that we like know what's going to happen. But then space is an endless abyss.
1: (laughs) We don't think about it that much. I feel like some people don't want to think about these more, the intricacies of things that are so seemingly face value. Like you look at a movie about space and they're like space. And you're like, all right. And they explain all the like, their like own lore for their movie. And you're like, sounds good. Not going to think about that too much. But there's so much about the world that I think if we were to actually take time to unpack and understand as just like common people, like not like astrophysicists, that it could help when we're faced with people who are going to be like, for example, climate change isn't real. We like, you know, I just like that's something that like global warming doesn't like, you know what I mean? Or things like that or like this misinformation. And I think also... I don't know. I, and maybe understanding music isn't as important as understanding that, but I think that a lot of people are like, I really want to write music, but I don't know how to start. And I think that part of it is just like understanding why, I think it's just so interesting to understand why certain things produce certain emotions.
0: Exactly. I think even last year it wasn't like a music, was it a music theory class? I don't think it was a music theory class, but I took a class that was like music and global cultures. We talked about how like music was like a big cultural driver through like lots of different things. Like, the one thing I can think of is like, I think something really highlighted was like African drum beats and how like they were like used for all these different things, you know, What you know in past music and in current, like, like the, the, I'm trying to recall the exact like golden nugget that was said there, but like, like there was like certain things for like, okay, this is like a song of mourning or like a song of celebration for different things. Um, and how like those, you know, kind of drove it. Whether it's like you come and like go to like a new location of a new culture and they make new instruments and make new sounds and how those are kind of different. And how like, um, you know, how you get like some more like, I'm going to try to think because I think this is a really good thing. I gotta, like pull up my notes or something. That could actually be helpful. Anyway, um, But like, you know, it's like whether it's around like, you know, cultural hall, it's like all these different things and where like music would integrate into culture and then be kind of like the driving force for like storytelling and continuing traditions and all these different things. So I think music definitely has a, a core value too. you know, I men I think it'd be like, Oh, it's not the biggest thing, but like, it also, it has some, some cool stuff to it. Like, you know, what do we do when everyone, you know, when whenever someone decides to become a year older, we sing happy birthday. Now that's not copyrighted anymore.
1: The major guys. Oh, but what we talked about also when you were gone was like how a lot of AP music theory and all these things are based like very like specifically in, like, classical Western music, and you miss out with this whole, from this whole expanse of jazz and, like, music from different cultures and, like, notes that are in between the notes in our classic, like, Western model for music, and those notes have so many different nuances, and there's people like Jacob Collier, which, if you don't know Jacob Collier, all of you i don't know if anyone's listening to this but please go because he just like will tune his shit to random things and people like Joni mitchell who would just tune her guitar to what she wanted to tune it to she didn't really know anything about music theory she just knew what sounded right and that's another thing like if you're blessed to know blessed with the ability to know what things sound like naturally like if they sound good or bad if you have a good ear but some people don't and there's nothing wrong with that but i think it's also about you can train your ear the same way you can train your brain to notice the things about the world that often go unnoticed and how, I mean, the whole idea of astrophysics is also just about the universe too. And I think, I think it also has to do with like the choices we, is it also about the choices we make every day and stuff? Is that astrophysics?
0: I think so. Yeah. Kind of like the, to a degree. Yeah.
1: I thought, so maybe I'm missing this, but I think when I first learned about astrophysics, I thought it was also the idea that like, there are so many different realities or like so many different possibilities what is that is that astrophysics like the thing where it's like every decision you make if you made yeah, the other like, decision there's like a whole other universe yeah
0: and I, I think i know what you're talking yeah because it's like the but yeah branch timelines and stuff
1: yeah because that's the thing i fucking i love that
0: free will and the multiverse kind of thing where it's like we have well you know what who needs an article we are an article um <laughs> fucking talk about it um, <laughs> yeah. um, no because you know, you're right because like all these different things where it's like if you do this is where the Jason of time this is where time travel Jason comes in back to the future in the background of every time I record on my laptop anyway um you know well yeah well it's like every time you make a decision like it brings you on a whole different track of doing things right um, and then if you want to go all multiversal uh you know infinite reality style and then you know then there exists as well. An equally possible situation where you made the other decision and have you done a whole nother long tangent of things. You know? Right. Yeah, but you're right. Because every single little decision we make, whether it's like me playing with this little pen right now, I'm just kind of doing just this little fidgety thing I'm doing down here, well, I might not be doing that. And this pen might not be broken by the end of this recording. I'm definitely going to rip this thing off or something. Like, you know, it's like, you know, like infinitely possible realities. Things are like just perfect. Like the Earth is like just the right distance from the sun to not be burning, but also not be frigid cold, which allows us to have life, you know? And it's like, if it was like, I don't know how far, but like, if it was a little bit farther away or a little bit closer by probably like millions of light years, that's besides the point, um, then life would not be possible and we wouldn't be here.
1: Right. It's like this series of incredible coincidences and possibilities that led us to the humans that we are today. And I think it like allows you to realize to not take, um, For granted any of the moments that you live on the on this earth or in this world and i feel like a lot of times i think i was talking about this in one of the past things about how people feel very small in the in things you know and i think there's also this feeling when writing music which is a bit similar of like i'm never going to write anything original because everything's already been done but i think that within this group of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve notes there's so much that you can do and there's gonna be chords that like that's the reason why you can't copyright chords because everybody has used these chords forever and there's patterns that make sense like for example like ready for this already okay i'm gonna show you like how many fucking songs pop songs use this ready so what should i start with um um what's that song uh we were both young when I first saw you, right? I closed my eyes and then, right, right, and then you watched me bleed until I can't breathe. I'm shaking falling on my knees, right? Um, what else? Uh, every does single
0: time does, does, does Don't Stop Believing fit into that one, too? Is that the yeah, one of? yeah,
1: just a small town girl me or take me somewhere we can be alone i'll be waiting all the time you with your words like ignite and swords and every single tale is swift song champagne problems but i don't know how that one goes
0: oh yo know, you're so right i think i watched like a whole video on something like that where it's like this chord progression is fundamental and they played like all these different th- all these different songs the video i'm referring to is by access of awesome they did like a live show and they illustrated this fact Here's a small excerpt from it, but if you want to listen to the full video, it's down in the description down below. Do
2: you recognise this? Uh, yeah, that is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. That's a great song. Very original There's a few more that so fit. Check it out. My life is brilliant. My love is pure. I saw an angel of that I'm sure. Well, that's just two songs that are similar. That's not a Forever big... young. Three I songs. I want to be two forever songs. young. I want. No
0: more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm I think the nugget, partially, is that music in its little notes and things, as well as just the universe, atoms, molecules, is like a fundamental building block. These notes, these timbres, these vibes. Um, and it's like, without these fundamental building blocks, you wouldn't have the big picture that everyone knows and loves. Either if, and the music. And it's like, but being able to go and learn about these fundamental building blocks can often give you a different perspective. I think that's really cool.
1: And I love, I'm so, I have ADHD. And music theory is one of my like little special interests. And I could genuinely talk about, like, I want to someday teach a music theory class because there's just so much to learn. And there's such, so many beautiful Things that you can do in life with music theory. Um, I don't know how much you want me to like get into it.
0: As much as you like. I mean, I think it's. I think the more you talk about music theory, the more I'm like, oh, astrophysics connection, boom.
1: So yeah, what if I just go for it and then you find connections Yeah,
0: go for it, and then we okay, can. Okay, so of... let's
1: get back to our our model here. So we have the
0: eight note scale or seven,
1: right? So yeah. I want to talk to you about things called chord qualities. Ooh, so I in can... a major scale, yes
0: no i said after after this after this chunk i have i have another i know how to relate this to the astrophysics so go off okay
1: Okay. so first chord is our one chord because it's the first note of the scale right so c our first note is the tonic which means that that is where everything wants to resolve to like remember how i had this note and you wanted to resolve to one right so it's called the tonic or just the one chord um it's a major chord which means that we have a major third and a fifth. So remember how I was saying earlier that major thirds versus minor thirds are the only difference between a major chord or a minor chord, right? So the only difference is that the distance between these two notes, C to the third, is either a whole two whole steps or a whole and a half step. A whole and a half step is minor and two whole steps is major. So then as we go up, I just slide my fingers up one. And that's our two chord. Our two chord is minor. This is a D minor chord. Um, So then it's a D and F and A. The first one was C, E, G, by the way. Um, The next one is E minor, which is minor. So now we have our first chord, major. Our second chord, minor. Our third chord, minor. E minor, which is E, G, and B. And our next chord is major. Yes. This is called our perfect fourth because it's considered a perfect interval. Um... Yes. And that's F, A, and C. Now up one more is our dominant chord, which is called the perfect fifth as well. Um, and that's C, G, no, G, B, and D. Thank you so much, G, B, D. Um, and this is the dominant chord. This is the most powerful chord, I would say, in a scale because it just brings you to where you want to go. And the other interesting thing about that five chord is that even if i'm in the key of c ready so i'm just gonna i'm gonna play your my thing right this like little every taylor song everything but now so typically if i were to play i'm gonna do you want it to go to one right here right like that but it could go That's called, so there's different cadences basically. That's called a deceptive cadence. So you think it's gonna go, this is called a perfect cadence when it goes from five to one. But when it's, I like the deceptive thought because you don't think that's gonna happen, right? So you can cause this like weird situation. Um, And the other fun thing is that you can do something called tonicizing another key when you're in the key of C. So again, remember how I said, when we get to the five chord and I do this, I add this tension. wants to resolve to here but what would happen if i went like this where does it want to go it doesn't want to go anywhere else it wants to go to whoa let's replay that shall we this is our first chord this is a c but what would happen if i made it a dominant seven chord like it was a five chord of a key it wants to go to the one that it would be in that key or the five that it would be in that key right the one of the five. That's confusing. But anyway, let's let's continue on. Then we have our sixth chord, which is minor. Our seventh chord, which I believe is diminished. I think it's half diminished. though it's not fully diminished. Um, and then I'm back for our one chord. So that's the basic structure of things. I added the different cadences in there. The most important ones are five to one, which is an authentic cadence. Four to one, which is plagal cadence, which would be F to C. And then deceptive cadence, which is from five to something minor. Typically six or like three.
0: Doesn't it, like, cycle back around again? It, like, goes in a perfect circle?
1: Yep. All right, you ready to- it's important for the-
0: That's- that's wacky. That's pretty cool.
1: It's so It's, cool. like, all these
0: fun little sounds that, like, no one said, all right, let's build these sounds. These sounds exist.
1: They've always existed. That's so fucking cool, yeah.
0: To get really down into it, music is air vibrating. But air vibrating, cool. Cool air vibrating. Air vibrating. <laughs> But that, I mean, think it, that's like a fundamental thing, but it's like if we went to a different place to play our same music on like a guitar, it wouldn't sound the same cool way because there's no air molecules to vibrate with a guitar, um, which is why I want to make sure I mention this, because I think it's really cool, um, is when I took that music, Global Cultures class, um, I did a presentation for my midterm, I think, yeah, my midterm presentation, about the Voyager satellites. Are you familiar with the Voyager satellites? Can you define them? And They're the you. ones with the golden records on them? Oh, I think, yes. So, yeah, so in a long time ago, not really a long time ago, it was like the 80s. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe in the 70s, because it was signed, the, the the thing, all right, well, here's the gist. NASA launched two satellites into space, uh, I assume in 1977, because this thing over here about them is signed by President Jimmy Carter in 1977. Okay, so. June 16, 1977. And so basically, there are these two satellites that we shot off, I'm pretty sure in opposite directions, um, just out into the abyss out mm-hmm. to nowhere they're about the size of a school bus i'm pretty sure and we shot them off into space in a straight line just go that way and basically okay. what's mounted the side of the satellite is a, a golden record out of you know we pick picked gold with the metal that would just like would not have the would have the least issue in space and their objective is that someday a species out there will be able to well first of all it's kind of interesting because in order to see this see the satellite coming and get to it they need to be advanced enough to understand what they're looking at. They're probably a space like they have been to space. So what's a basic concept of science? Um, and then on the side of this record, um is and I'm gonna for the for the Amelia over here, show you the slide I'm looking at. It's this golden record. But then on the side of it, because of course we're not you know, we, we we do not include a record player, I don't think. And so we're like, oh, we want to make sure that when these extraterrestrials find it, they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so there's these cool little drawings. <laughs> Um, let me see if I can remember these. So this one here is a, a diagram of um, hydrogen. So we're like, basically, this whole thing says spin this circle at something to do at the rate that a hydrogen atom spins, because we assume that they'll have elements, like they'll understand how elements work. Mm-hmm. They're, back, they're space-capable people, space-capable, whatever they're called, aliens. Mm-hmm. They'll understand how this works. So they'll be like, hey, spin this at the approximate rate of like this atom, which you probably have because we're in the same universe. Um, and then it'll play stuff. We'll get back to that in a second. This here is a map to Earth. What a great idea that is. So say, hey, if you're looking for us, here we are. Here's a star, here's a star. Map it out, map it out. This is us. That's an awesome idea, but awesome. What a great idea. <laughs> Tell them exactly where we are. This is something to do if, um, oh, because there's, there's videos on there. So this talks about how to do the videos and how the frame rate and stuff works. And then there's a tester things. So if they do it correctly, it'll show this circle. So that's what that means. This over here is talking about the record player and how you should put it on the outside and then it'll work its way to the middle. It basically describes how a record works. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, but it's, it's, it's really interesting how like we are like, okay, well we we'll make sure we fundamentally describe how these things work. Things that we're just like, oh yeah, just spin the record. But we need to make sure that we describe to these alien species how to use this stuff. And I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then on that record um, is things we decide they should, they should hear, think, sounds from earth. So like wind, rain, surf, volcanoes, earthquakes, and sounds of thunder. Um, sounds of fires, people talking, you know, herding sheep, tractors, riveters, Morse code, and ships, um, uh, planes, rockets taking off, and then greetings in 55 different languages, which are just played out in all the different languages that we, you know, footsteps, heartbeats, laughter, there's pictures on there, too, yeah. of, like, our Earth, mountains, stuff like that, what we look like, it's kind of, it's, it's really interesting, it's like a little record of humanity and things, and there's music on there, too. Here's some of the music things that's too small to read right now. So so we got like, you know, things from like, well, it's like the Navajo night chants. So like, um, from the Navajo tribe and other native Americans to like, just Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry from 1985, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, popular in back to the future, you know, it shows also our ability to use electric guitars. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rock and roll and stuff. Um, and then there's this cool thing they also did where you can just basically, you might think, uh Oh, we just sent our home address out into space. Stranger danger. Don't tell the aliens where we live. Um, but in reality, we're also tracking them, too. Um, uh, and, and they've been sending information back to Earth for a long time. 45 years. Wait, um, there's
1: actually people... They're actually sending back information?
0: They're sending back information. There's no one on them. They're unmanned. Um, but they are pinging back. Like, we're watching them. Oh, we know, okay. we yeah, know how far away from Earth they
1: funny. are. I was like,
0: what? Um, but, like, you know, we off into space, that's, you know, the Voyager 2. It's in the outer solar system. Yeah, yeah, September 7, September 5th, 1977, they launched it. You know, going into interstellar, you know, it's an interstellar space since 2012, which I'm pretty sure is, like, space unexplored. Way out there. Editor Jason here. It's basically just space that, like, is so far away from everything. There's, like, no gravity, math. It's, it's just, like, the abyss. It, it's basically the void between galaxies. is interstellar space, which is super cool. I know, it's pretty crazy. That's crazy, and that's, why I, and that's why I did, and then so I, said, cause I guess we shot Voyager 2 out in this direction, and then Voyager 1's going in this direction. Who knows where Earth is? Somewhere in here, I'm sure. Um, but that's, that's another thing I, I think, and I want to make sure I mentioned it during this episode, cause I feel like that's like the little bridge I can think of between astrophysics and music theory, is that that's important. The music that's so important. into space, and said that That's uh,
1: important. because I Okay, know. this is good. Because you know what? I think when I tell people I'm an act, I'm an actor, I'm an artist, I'm a musician, people will be like, oh, like, that's going to be hard. Like, what's your backup plan? Or like, there's some source of judgment, which like now I literally don't give a fuck because I'm like, I'm going to like, go be, a, go work at your stupid little desk job. I don't give a fuck. Like, why? Are, I'm not going to judge you if you don't judge me. <laughs> fuck you. Um, But like, there's like this, this idea that like music and art and, and all these things are less valuable than Science and math and all, the, and I just I understand that they all have their own place and they all matter. But I think that the fact that when we we shot shit up in the the spaces, we go to the spaces and we shoot things up there. Music was one of the things that went exactly. up there, and that's yeah, because music is so integral to the human experience.
0: Yeah, and you know, and astrophysics is the human experience. Boom, we did it. Connection made. Whoa. <laughs> Boom. It, it, it just took us 35 minutes of recording to get to this point. Literally. No, because you make you know, People are me, you know, music. It's just like, oh, yeah, you got your, you know, your musicians, people who play music. But, like, music is like people speaking. I'm talking to you right now. I'm just vibrating air at my microphone, which is then vibrating electricity. That's not how it works. But, you know, electricity from here in New Haven to Philadelphia, where then your speakers are vibrating air to play my voice to you. M- music. Is how we communicate. Yes, everything is be- okay. This is also interesting. Can I back off of this? Because Absolutely. I-, I have a thought while you're speaking. While you're talking about that, so you do it. Simon, I've to Google something.
1: So my professor, Jameson Foreman, will talk about um, like how acting and speaking is like a song. He'll be like, the- so if I'm speaking like this, it was like ah, like that's, that's the sounds that we just made. So it's about understand. I think it's also called optimum pitch. So it's about our optimal pitch. I don't remember the word. I think it's optimum. But it's about the way that we speak and how that we understand that if I'm talking like this, it sounds like I don't give a fuck because I'm in one tone the whole time. But if I'm talking like this and I'm feeling really excited about it, then that means that I'm like invested, right? And language and words and all of these things are so connected. And we wouldn't like, I feel as though music is one of the most like important building blocks of human existence right because it's a way of expression like I feel like we learn expression in terms of science and math and these things that are concrete and then we express or we we discover expression in ways that are more um fluid and malleable like music or dance or whatever and and there's so much to be said about the enhancement of human life after the discovery of art
0: like for example um this is not for example never mind that was a really i'm like hey segue that to let's talk about horns on cars <laughs> um, I I, no, because well, no, 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 I was I no, 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 that's the, that's the funny thing. I'm like, Hey, segue. No, it's really not. No, um, no. all but, like respect Cause I wasn't even thinking about like, like how do we use sounds in our everyday lives? Wait, that is a segue because also
1: speaking yeah. voices in car, whatever, just go for it. yeah
0: Cause like you hear a car horn and you're like, Oh, someone like, you know what a beep. All right. Gotta get out of the way. It's like, you know, it's like these, these things, even like I learned, um, through being an RA that like we have fire alarms in our building. You know that's smoke detector, but you get the point that they're at this specific frequency, specific frequency that it like penetrates headphones. So mm-hmm. if you're like wearing headphones and like listening to like crazy music, you'll still hear the fire alarm going off. You know, so you know to leave the building. Yeah, um, we did a fire drill in this building,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we had and, you know we the Rs had to escort everyone out, and it was excruciating because we had to stay in the building. The sound wants you to leave. You want your natural response is to leave the building because you hate listening to the sound. You just in here for the entire time and listen to that sound being like, all right, check in room, make sure there's no one in here. And I'm like, this hurts.
2: I, I want that. to leave the building.
0: It's like the the physical, biological response is I don't like this. I want to leave the building. It's not music. It's, it's not a, Beethoven. It's the
1: vibration. It's the sympathetic vibration. Because also think about like movies and the way that they build tension, you don't even really notice the music is playing. And sometimes then when the music stops playing, it's even scarier, you're like-
0: Shouldn't there be a music track here?
1: It's just so interesting. And also the way that this is a nice little, I'm loving this, Jason. Am I talking too much? Somewhere? No, you're doing great. Okay, so I learned about, there's, do you know Rhythm Nation? I think so, that yeah. Song? we are a part of the rhythm nation. Apparently this song has been breaking recent computers. And I watched this video and it was like, why, what? Cause it's in E minor and they were like, okay, well it's just a low E. Mm-hmm for the beginning low E's happen all the time why is that the thing and it's because the song was tuned or like pitched a certain way remember how we were talking about like not just western music how tunes are pitched different ways and the different sounds and the timbres so because this e was tuned i think maybe it was a a few cents lower a few it was either a few cents lower a few cents higher it specifically um matched up with the vibrations or the rhythm of like some sort of like sim card or some sort of disc and like older computers from like the 80s and it like
0: broke the computer isn't that exactly. crazy it is i, I, I just just so you're right now where i have pulled up my music notes from last that class because there's a lot of like i think we're really hitting these points because even like there's things where like it's coming back to talk about like a music music as a cultural thing like they built cathedrals a certain way so they would be best for music like acoustics and i have bach listed here but like you know like Okay, well, we know that, like, percussive music travels well outdoors. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, Bach, I'm, I'm just reading from my notes, like, Mozart works in, in smaller rooms. Renaissance music had huge cathedrals of reverberation. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, all these different things about, like, how it influenced culture.
1: I love that. That's so fucking cool.
0: I'm trying to think of other, like, sounds that, like, are in, like, are, like, wow, music in your everyday life. Um,
1: well, everybody's speaking voices. Exactly. Um- the way that cars like the funny thing oh. about pitch like people with yeah. perfect that joke with it like that's like oh no sorry that's like a g like you know, like that shit but it's true every single sound is a pitch
0: just just a relation we don't have this anymore here at our colleges but like the bell in high school like i think when we were talking Ooh. about ap psych yeah that's it <laughs> Uh, you know, AP Psych, how it's like, oh yeah, you just like walk in the building, you hear that, you'd be like, oh, what does that mean? But now it's like, you hear the bell, you're like, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta, hang on, class is over, we gotta go. <laughs> and so, and I, I haven't <laughs> talked about, like, EP AB Psych, now, now I'm gonna go into, like, astrophysics music theory and psychology. How, like, when that guides your life, you're like, you know, okay, the bell has gone off. I have two minutes to get from history to foreign language which when our hallways are one directional was a very hard thing to do it's a
1: learned behavior exactly. it's classical oh i love psychology
0: <laughs> add psychology to next podcast of amelia
1: yes because you know what i learned recently that's literally life-changing go for it every note get ready podcast every note is a rhythm and every note and i know and every rhythm is a note Rhythm and pitch are the same thing. And I will now explain. So if I'm like, if we have a drum track, that's going like, right, we're going rhyming. If you were to speed that up enough, it becomes a note. Versus if I took a note, like, then I go, do, do, do. It goes slow enough. It's like a little rhythm. A lot of these things are so connected. And when someone said that to me, I was like, "That's not a real thing." And then they explained it, and I was like, "It's just a rhythm sped up really, really fucking fast." And that's why the like the the waves, or the sine wave, not the sine waves, but you know what I'm talking about. Like uh, the, yeah. The,
0: the... funny thing is, that I just pulled up a picture of a sound sine wave while you were talking about that.
1: Wow. I guess that we're best friends. Anyway, let's let's. I want to talk about. Nerdy things now.
0: Oh, I know that one. That's a <laughs> time to spread your wings.
1: I'm like, I know that one. That's the first note of going away blues. We talked about this chord in our thing. The su- the add two chord, or if we want to make it a nine chord, which I learned recently. I'm not going to talk about that. That's too complicated. It's an A flat chord. So let's see. We're in E flat major, okay? So we have do re mi fa sol ti do da, da, ti la so, fa, mi. Sorry. Do, re, mi, Fa ti, do, ti, la, mi, re, mi, do. Sorry. Okay. And this chord, E, F, G, A, is the fourth chord. So I start the song on a fourth chord, which is interesting. But we start here. And so originally just an A flat chord, right? But ready for this? How spicy that is. And the reason why is because of something... Well, the entirety of music theory is tension resolution. Think about that and see if that has any implications astrophysically. Um, But tension resolution. So there's a difference between this and... And what sounds so beautiful about this is, like, to me it sounds otherworldly because it's, like, this tension. And then we go down to... What do I do? And that's not what I do. Literally, what song is this? I wrote the song. There it is. is the language that's inside of this the chords that we're singing There was a music professor from when i was in high school that i played this for they said that's so interesting because and they shared this with me and i was like wow that's interesting and i go i go right so i'm going from this major chord and i'm adding that i'm doing this major seventh. but let's do this together crunchy right Da-da-da-da-da. So it's interesting because I'm erring on this side of like, if we're talking about the words, it's um... interval right here is so interesting because it's like what is gonna be is it gonna be good or bad let me go to so duh. so it's interesting because there's that tension there but it kind of resolves into something that's more hopeful at the end. But then when I go to the part that's like it'll be me that does a change in, we go to this chord that we haven't gone to before. So let's let's go back. So same chords. Five, it'll be six Me, the dust, the changes Ever worn the sun So we go to the sixth chord Me, 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 me okay. Me, the dust, the changes Which is so interesting
0: Editor Jason here The whole recording over the internet thing really does not do Amelia's music justice I'm sure they would appreciate it if you listened to their actual work on uh, most music platforms, the link to Amelia's album is once again in the description down below.
1: The difference between a C minor chord and an A flat chord is a half of a step. Ready? That's an A flat. Which is also a half a step. The same way that's a half a step. So it's interesting how these tension motifs happen. I wasn't thinking, that. literally I was like, fucking 16. I was like, this sounds pretty. Like <laughs> go of sounds. Um, but it's interesting how we're not thinking, again, like we're not thinking about the inner workings of the universe all the time. We're not thinking about the intricacies of musical theory. Musical. Music theory. Blah, I can speak. Music theory all the time. But it's all in there and the reason that we feel something and the reason why I'm motivated to write like that is because of the theory of it. Isn't that wild?
0: Hang on. I figured out the little nugget I was trying to find. Our okay. heartbeat. It's a rhythm. It's keeping us alive. It's pumping the blood. It's a rhythm. It gets faster when we're stressed. All the way then, let's talk about, let's talk about, um... How does that make you feel? Ah, Something <laughs> happened! Ah, we're right, running. that's what... we're, ch- we're getting chased by the demons. Where's if I play? Get it, we're safe. Be... It's like sad. It's like the opposite now. So cool. sad, but if I play.
1: And then wait, let's do the battle one. Let's do a battle one. Let's
2: Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Now, the
1: big part where so now the hero finally uncovers the sword of Gibral (laughs) Tuban. he has to leave his family behind.
0: I must now go on my epic quest, but I cannot bring you all along. It's a quest I must take on alone. You and I are writing an audio drama right now.
1: Then he realizes the person he loves. He has to say goodbye.
0: No, Persephone. it can't be this way. No way. I feel as though I always knew that we'd never be together. And I'm sorry but my true love is the sea and I must go on my boat and with a or whatever you call it a minute ago and, and go and be free. And I must go on this quest in this song, part two, coming soon, Blu-ray and DVD, equipped with Disney's fast play. Uh, uh, this and a selection of both will be available automatically. <laughs> Editor Jason here. Am I the only person who would actually watch Sword of Jababada, a Disney fast play extravaganza? Like... We gotta make us into an actual play, that'd be really fun.
1: Dracula! <laughs> and then, wait, wait, and then. Dracula!
0: <laughs> the, final piece, the final boss in the second movie. Okay.
1: All right, so let's talk about those are all different timbers, right? Like. Yeah. It's...
2: We're under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Wait, ready? Darling it's Power is better. now we're in wedded, Take him for me. The road and work all day. I'll do the sun. We play away. Well, we don't No time to float under the sea. 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 Thank you.
1: Um, See, that's just how you use music to make weird energies happen. Yeah.
0: Sounds like when I edit the podcast. I have to, like, cut a section out because audio didn't work out. But then that section is also the lead-in to, like, the next section of the conversation. This is one of those times. So basically, slight jump here. But basically, I showed Amelia, because I have the clip from when we performed The Little Mermaid as sophomores in high school. I showed them the clip from that. And then indicated that I also had the files from several of the middle school drama shows. And so that's the segue you need to do right here because one of the shows is Rock of Ages.
1: Is Rock of Ages in there? Yep, I have Rock of Ages. Okay, wait. I feel like the podcast needs to hear a little bit of Rock of Ages. Can we can we can we talk about this? Yeah, so okay. this is an example when music was used for evil. <laughs> so we're in seventh grade and they decided to do Rock of Ages, which is like so sexual and so not for children. Um let's hear it. It's so bad, by the way. This is the worst musical I've ever been in to date. I literally can't deal with this. Like, this is awful. There you are. This is not real. This is not real.
2: We're not gonna take it Why anymore. am I listening? Bring in the backhoe!
1: We're going up, we're lifting up into the air. Like an elevator to like bring shit on stage, and they they put a red gel on like a red light and then helmets, and then we were going up this fucking drama.
2: Raising up.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, this is so much more dramatic, but I thought it was in real life. I thought
1: I was the coolest person in the whole world at this time, just so all of you know. Like I thought I was the coolest bitch ever. Hey, i hit it i all i need. thank you they were serving back then
0: six and a half hours later jason
1: just made me watch my entire norton middle school drama career um and high school a little bit i actually didn't really get to hear that one thank god did we even say anything coherent this entire time no we did
0: we said, we said weird things
1: you know i'm proud of where we all came from exactly i accept it and that's fine. Um, but yeah, okay, so to close it off, yes. I don't know if any of this made any sense to you, but really no. look into music theory. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. I could just teach, I could just talk about it forever. Um, but I didn't want to bore any of you.
0: So yeah. after listening to this podcast, loyal viewers, you might experience going on a musical color walk, which I want to describe. I think it might be kind of fun. It's like, now that we've talked about all these things, like, oh yeah, car horns and your heartbeat. Because one thing that I heard one time, I don't know, maybe like a Doctor Who or something, is that like, our hearts are beating. We can like it's there. We have kind of like drone that part out because it happens so frequently. You can't like hear your own heartbeat until it becomes irregular and you're like heart's beating really fast. You can hear it in your yeah. blood, in your skull. But like when your heart's beating normally, you kind of you kind don't hear that. But now go out into the world, loyal viewers. Find music where you don't think music might be. You know, yeah, sure. Go check out your local concerts. Check out your local artists. They will love to have you there. Go check out Amelia Kershaw in concert, whenever Amelia Kershaw goes in a concert.
1: Um, also, there's things happening soon. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm having something cool that's going to be announced pretty soon. On um, my Instagram, which just Amelia Kershaw, A-M-E-L-I-A-K-I-R-S-H-O-N, Survey for you. Um, yeah, it's going to be cool. Listen to it if you want. You don't have to.
0: Slay. Yeah, so go find music where music might not lie, you know, in cars driving by, in in your city let us know tell us yeah, about your yeah journey. tell us about it. follow our instagram cfc podcast who's nah! he's gonna, he's gonna plug i'll plug too everything <laughs> everything uh go go do that and we will see when amelia returns again in their crazy schedule but amelia always brings much to the table when they are here so we're very, very i love happy.
1: being here jason thank you for, for coordinating to be here of, oh, always i yeah so to close out um Wherever the journey of life may take you, my friends, just remember that rough times may come, you know? You might have a little little spicy note there. You don't know what's going on, but eventually you'll find your way, even if it's not exactly where you thought it would go.
2: But at the end of the day, you'll find where you're meant. Let's end with that.